Because I wanted to see the whites of your eyes when you used a revolver for the first time, Maisie. Now then, off you go. Aim and do your best. Maisie was sure Macfarlane would not have missed the whites of her eyes from quite a distance, though she did her best to keep her arms steady and her attention on the target. She'd always considered reason to be the most powerful weapon in any arsenal, along with compassion, empathy, and a desire to see into the heart of another person. And, as a nurse, she had seen the terrible wounds inflicted by guns of any stripe, so she'd never wanted to handle one. But something had changed in her, too. She recognised the need to be armed, should she need to use such a weapon to protect Leon Dona. Bringing him back to England would be akin to carrying a very valuable piece of china in her hands. He had to be delivered to Brian Huntley without damage. She looked at the target, squinted just a little, and held up the revolver. She felt the weight in her hand as she cast her line of sight along the barrel, levelling it with a bullseye. Fearing movement in her hand as she discharged the weapon, she felt herself tighten the muscles in her shoulder. She pulled back on the trigger, fighting the urge to close her eyes. The report ricocheted from ear to ear, filling her mind, and she almost dropped the gun. Well, that's a surprise, your ladyship. Robbie, I've told you about that. No titles. I should call you her snipership. Maisie looked in the direction of the target. Good shot, Maisie. A perfect bullseye. Now, let's get the expert in to make sure it wasn't beginner's luck and this afternoon will up the ante. What do you mean? How to get rid of the unwanted individual when you don't have a gun. And how will I do that? Oh, the pen in your handbag is a start. Maisie looked at the ground and felt her head swim. At that moment she wished someone else could have taken on the guise of Leon Dona's daughter. The grand country house where Robert Macfarlane had left Maisie in the hands of a man known only to her as Mr. Strupper was, she surmised, somewhere in the Cotswolds. Macfarlane had apologised for the need to blindfold her about an hour into their journey, the blindfold having been a pair of dark glasses with opaque lenses, so she could only guess at the location. She would be in situ for one week, and would leave directly from the mansion for Victoria Station, where she would board the express train bound for Munich via ferry across the English Channel. It was during the journey that Maisie decided to tell Macfarlane about John Otterburn. She recounted their conversation at the newly decorated flat in Primrose Hill. Macfarlane pressed his lips together and shook his head. Lass, there are certain people, your Mr. Otterburn being one of them, who are as I am sure you know. Untouchable. They have too much value because they know too much, can do too much, and have made themselves indispensable. The canny Canadian is involved in ways you would not even be able to imagine when it comes to protecting these British Isles. Macfarlane shook his head and sighed. When we do business with men such as Mr. Otterburn, we shake hands with the devil we know, and what we know is that he has access to information we would rather he did not have. He looked at Maisie. So, he told you only that he knew you were off to Munich? Yes. And he didn't have a a reason for letting you know? No. He didn't want you to look up an old friend, did he? Maisie shook her head. I dare see he's just interested, 
By all accounts, he wasn't fond of Leon Duna. Not at all. Duna was the tortoise to Otterburn's hair when it came to a very big order for machine tools from a company down Brazil way, about ten years ago, I think it was. Otterburn thought he had it in the bag, all that flash he has. He thought he'd won the day over Duna, but no. They preferred to do business with a man who appeared more solid. I see, said Maisie. But there's respect there, one for the other, always is among enemies when they're strong. And these men with their businesses have enemies all over the place. Dona has them in Germany, as Huntley told you in the briefing. You see, Maisie, you and I, we're not of this world of commerce. But I can tell you one thing. There are more captains of industry than officers on the battlefield willing to kill a man. And people like Leon Dona, quiet, methodical, thoughtful, yet very, very clever, they will always have as many a